Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to a brand new episode of Shellheads. My name is Sergio Lugo, the second. I'm here with Jeff. The first? Je- Je- Jeff, Jeff the first. How goes it, Jeff the first? It goes, Sergio the second. We, we, are, we are both hosts of this show, and we talk about Ninja Turtles. Really? That's, at least, that's what my mission statement says. Oh, okay, good. I don't have a mission statement. Uh, no. But yeah, that's 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 what we have we have tasked tasked ourselves with, and we are what what is it 120 episodes into this adventure. Wow, that's that's big. That's a lot. That's a lot. Uh, yeah, yeah. So 120 means we're doing a character spot character spotlight, but we will get to that in a few minutes. Uh, usually these run kind of uh kind of short, which is fine. Uh, the reason there's only been like a week since we posted the history of T, uh, TMNT in film is because we have to free up episode 121 to talk about mutant mayhem, Jeff. Indeed we do. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. It is absolutely everywhere. Uh, I, I, I'm seeing stuff all over the grocery store, stuff all over the, 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 uh, the, the, the Walmart and every ad that I see online is for mutant mayhem. They're they're putting a full push behind this film. Yeah, and I would I would say more than a full push. Like this is just straight on like back in the day marketing for turtles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 everywhere. Like I saw a, a mutant mayhem toothbrush. Mm-hmm. Toothbrush. Did you see any like mutagen uh, toothpaste to go with it? No, but that oh that's a good idea. I think they. Probably have already made that, I think. Yeah. Going to, to the, going to the mu- Google. Mutate your ugly teeth into pretty teeth. Yeah. <laughs> That's how it works. Uh, Well, you know, enjoy it while it's here, because in three weeks they'll be, you know, they will have moved on to some other movie. You know how it works. I don't know. We'll see. Well, like... Yeah, that's exactly how it works. But, you know, it doesn't matter. Me and you are likely going to see it at the same time at some point next Monday. Possibly Tuesday. I don't know. I thought it was Wednesday. Oh, wait, no, it's... It's... Yes, Wednesday. Yes, Jeff is right. Okay. It comes out Tuesday. We might be watching it early morning Wednesday. I don't know yet. But it's exciting. It is very exciting. Yes. Uh, it's been what has it been what 15 years no not 15 years no i'm thinking to see i completely bypass those last two (laughs) and just go oh after 2007 you say it's it's no it's it's been like seven years oh well it feels you know since i didn't go see those in theater uh let's go ahead with the uh the extra year plus okay oh let's see uh Let's let, go ahead and announce our, our our first segment. And now it's time to check that bodacious box. Ah. Okay, Jeff. So who's going to go first? You or me? Uh, you go first. Me? Uh, me? All right, fine. Uh, I got a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, I, I think my mind has gone into full on Ninja Turtles mode. I mean, isn't it already been that way for like what thirty something years? <laughs> More so than usual. 
super uh, hyper turtle mode? Like in in the past, there were days where I didn't think about turtles. Really? Now I think I think about them every single day. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it, it's rough. Um, let's see. First thing I got was the Funko Pop rides uh, for the the Mutant Mayhem Leo, mm-hmm. where he's like driving a little turtle van from the new movie. Yeah. So it, it looks good. It's kind of small. I, like, I don't mind that it's small. It just comes in a really big box. Right. Like, I feel like they could have made it, like, put it in a smaller box and it would look, you know, look better. But whatever. It's it's adorable. Um, also, in the Funko Pop department, uh, I got Superfly. Oh, nice. Which rounds out my my collection of all the, the regular pops for, for from the new movie. So check that off my list. Don't have to worry about those anymore. Uh, then I got some NECA stuff. I got the uh, Mirage Ultimate Foot Ninja, which that blue looking guy, the blue looking guy. And okay. like outside of him being blue, which is wrong. Uh, it's a it's it's a quality package. It's just really weird. Like when they put ultimate in the name of these things, I think they feel like they have to give it a like a a window box door mm-hmm. because even though these boxes are not squares or not not rectangular there's still a door on this one huh. so the packaging's a little weird and it's gonna get on my nerves just because it's not packaged like the rest of the mirage stuff but it's fine uh yeah. I, I, i'm kind of hoping that we get one that's not blue, but who knows? I, I, I don't know. Um, I also got the <laughs> last Ronin Sinja patrol bot. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's also a NECA figure. That's one of those that Best Buy was claiming is a Best Buy exclusive, but I don't know if that's the case. I got it anyway. So uh, it's a cool looking figure. I, the, I don't even know if it shows up in the comics enough to justify its existence, but it's cool looking. Right. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, okay. And in the, the, the playmates department, I got, you know, those, those playmates boxes that all have like a, like a design on the outside of the box, make it look like a car or a building or whatever. Yeah. It occurred to me that, those things are really cool and I should probably get them while they're still, you know, relatively cheap. I got the classic cohort collection, uh, which is a foot soldier, mutagen man, leatherhead, wingnut and screw loose. Oh, cool. I say wingnut and screw loose. Like it's two different figures. Wingnut and screw loose. Uh, yeah. it is a four pack. It was like 50 bucks. So it's still reasonable. Um, yeah. And it's in like the shape of the boxes is uh, like a remember that that uh, foot mobile that was purple. I do. Yeah. Yeah. It's in the shape of that thing. I think I had that. Oh, cool. Like the original, like the like the ones that you see. in, um, wasn't that in uh, Shredder's Revenge? You know, like the tunnel. That thing just zooms by. Yeah, I think so. Uh, And Jeff, I. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know how to tell you. 
Uh, but guess what I found at Target? Don't tell me you found freaking April. Uh, if I don't tell you, would you believe it? No. That I didn't find it? No. That's because I did. I, April was at the North Jackson uh, at Target, just sitting on the shelf. Box How many? in great condition. It was just the one. Just the one. Uh, I'm, I'm also starting to see the four-pack of the of the Lawson Turtles more often. Uh, I saw I'm, one I'm, of those. I'm, I'm fuming right now because they pushed mine back again. <laughs> Shut up. I'm I'm trying not to laugh. No, it's just, it is. You're going to get it, man. It's, no, I'm it's not. Gonna, you're going to get it. No, I'm not. Just go I, to a I, Target I, and look, man. I'm going to come to your house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when I saw it, I was like, oh, man, just going to be pissed. <laughs> We'll swap. I'm going to give you a a thing for that. What does that mean? (laughs) We'll make an exchange. Okay. We'll see. We'll see. Oh my god, I'm so pissed. It'll you'll get yours, man. They're they're going to ship it. I have faith. You have way more faith than I do because this is like the fifth or sixth time now. I've I have faith. You'll get it. You'll get it. And that's that's what's in my box, Jeff. That means it's your turn. Well, I'll tell you the good thing that I got. It uh, wasn't necessarily in my box, uh, but I acquired it at the movie theater uh, last night. Um, I got a Mutant Mayhem popcorn tub, like or a popcorn tin, uh, all metal popcorn bucket, green and green on the inside, and then I got the ooze dripping off the side, and it's just it's beautiful. Like the the marketing team spared no expense. <laughs> I was actually going to ask you: is is that thing plastic or metal? So it's metal. It's metal. That's cool. I was expecting it to be just your you know your garden variety plastic garbage tin. So some of them are, some of them aren't. But I didn't just get one for myself. I got one for you as well. What? Yep, case fresh they even still had like the that white kind of funky paper uh you know in some of the 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 uh when you would get like boxes unopened boxes of figures and stuff how they have that white like kind of tissue paper thin paper Uh in there yeah that's all still wrapped in there so i'm like oh case fresh it's 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 there to protect it from itself pretty much pretty much so i figured i was like if I had the chance to get it, because they're probably going to be gone next week. That's true. Uh, so, probably. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah well, thank uh, you, bud. You're welcome. I'll drop that off at some point. Uh, the other thing that I got in my box is being returned. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Well, f- first, tell us what's in your box, and then tell us why you're returning it. I got the complete 2K3 uh, TV series on DVD, and it is uh, thanks to um, uh, Sarus X on the Technodrome forums. Uh, they talked to somebody who got one early, and the release is terrible. How um, is it terrible, Jeff? I'm going to kind of like sparsely read this. Uh, you can go to the Tentatron forums and check for yourself, but it says the video is in 4x3. 
uh, in a 16 by 9 space, which is what is, uh, they feared would happen. Nick uh, has done this with a couple of their uh, 2K3 releases. Um, you end up like the hard-coded blackboard bars on the side of the image. Um, the, uh, uh, you know, blah, 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 blah. The video is poorly de-interlaced with scan lines and stuff. So, like, you see the choppy things, uh, you know, on your screen. Um, you know, bleeding baked into the video. It's just a nightmare. And then there's, like, I don't want to give away the episode that this is in, but in Season 5, there's, like, kind of like a, a pretty pivotal moment in one of the episodes. That scene is cut. Uh, and also, it is the TV edit version of Turtles Forever. Um, so yes, several yes. things, several things here. Number one, uh, what, wherever they got the masters from, or these, these files from cl- clearly they didn't take care of them or they didn't know, you know, how to do this stuff proper. And this is, this has been the case for a lot of just base studio releases. They just don't know what they've got. They don't know. Uh, you know, there's there's some releases that have come out that have like had whole minutes missing out of uh, uh, episodes of you know different media that have come out over the years, and you have to do replacement disc and blah blah blah. This is a a a huge nightmare. Um, yeah, yeah. And and to kind of talk through why it because at face value it doesn't. The only thing that seems like a huge nightmare are the, the is the cut footage. The the black bars being hard coded into the video file is way more destructive than I ever thought it was. I, I had to do some research on the, the, the like the capabilities of a DVD yeah. and, why, and why that's bad for the file. And since a DVD, it you can't get any higher resolution than 720 vertical scan lines on a DVD. By adding those two black bars, what you're doing is cutting down the number of horizontal scan lines to fit the, the 16 by nine frame on screen. So like that right there causes the, the aspect ratio to chop the de- like the detail of the horizontal scan lines, which are the ones that count down to like four Oh five, I think. So, so where, where there were four twenty on the original DVDs and on all other standard definition stuff, they can't be any higher than like 405. Yeah. So every single every single episode has been fundamentally neutered. Yeah. And a lot, some of the images like that I've seen uh, like the images kind of like smeared and kind of soft and that's that's inherent to some of the 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 digital versions out there. So it's not in like complete episodes, it's in like snippets and pieces of episodes. Um, but I haven't noticed any of that on like the older uh, DVDs. They might have been there, but it's been a while since I've watched those um, yeah. versions. But this is, you know, there there literally is no excuse for this. Like this is something that, like, say a company like if Shout Factory or Discotech Media had put out, they that would not be an issue because they would go and find the to make sure that every episode is in the correct runtime. Blah 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 blah. Everything's intact. Nothing's missing, you know. Yeah, uh, but I hate to say it, say this, but we knew this was going to happen. Yeah, like I, I, I kind of had a sketchy feeling 
you know, about it to begin with. Like, I wanted to be hopeful, but again, when it comes to these studios' releases, unless they got people working on it that really know what they're doing, um, they're just in this case, it's just let's throw this out in time for the movie to make some quick money. Well, you done done you done you done messed up a a Ron. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it, it's. Like, I don't this isn't have... what I wanted to tell everybody. Like I, you know, I wanted to tell you, oh, it's fantastic, it's great. We, do, I don't recommend buying this box set. Like, Save it, your money. It not being a Blu-ray tells you everything you need to know about the effort put into it. Period. Because yeah. yeah. there are HD versions on on streaming. They could even upscale them a little bit. I mean, you know, because when these were made, there were digital assets. It was all animated digitally, so that upscale can be done. it's you know like the fact that this exists at all is like a mini miracle and if somehow you live somewhere that doesn't have fast enough internet to stream anything or you don't trust the internet to to do anything or you just you just want to watch these on disc yeah this might be your only avenue if you get it cheap yeah. But they got to address. I mean, those are just the issues that we know for now. Like it just came out this week, and I'm sure that people are going to be doing a deep dive into you know whatever. So just kind of wait, wait and see. You know, I know a lot of us were salivating over this. I was like, I, I again, I hate to be the bearer of bad news, but yeah. we don't want you to waste your time and your money because you, your money is very valuable. Do you want to hear something? disgusting um maybe if if you're the person who lives somewhere where internet is not a a big thing you probably or there's a higher likely that you still have a four by three tv yeah if you have a four by three tv these are still going to be squished down widescreen versions of these because the black bars are baked into the video file so not only did they ruin it for high definition TVs, they super ruined it for old school SD TVs. Yeah. 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 It's it's worst case scenario. Yeah. But at least are the discs labeled properly? I believe so. Yes. OK. Well, I guess they got that right. Yeah, they're all there are all still stacked. Um, yeah. Yeah, well, we we expected that. Um, well, other than a box of sadness, did you get anything else in your box, Jeff? No. Only a box of sadness. Back, got pushed back again. Apparently, it shipped at your it's at your house, and I need to come pick that up. <laughs> it it'll ship, and when it ships, we're gonna we're gonna have a a, a mini shellheads celebration. We'll see. Okay, so that's what's in our box. Uh, uh, Jeff, do you have a correction? Hold, wait, 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 wait. No, corrections are a separate, a separate segment. A separate segment. Yes. Okay. Separate okay. segment. Okay. Uh, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to do it as splinter. Okay. Oh, corrections. <laughs> <laughs> It's time. It's time for corrections. Huh? 
How's that? Huh? You sound like the old Asian guy from Gremlins uh, in the marketplace. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want this Magui. <laughs> I didn't mean to do it that way. That's it, great. That's yeah, great. It's, you know, it's four baby turtles and a Magui. <laughs> <laughs> I'd watch that. They what did we get wrong, Joe? Ocean Adventures. Well, look, you know, it's been... There's 193 episodes of the original 80s cartoon, and we haven't watched through all of them. And since NECA announced the uh, punk or breakdancing disguise, they look more like breakdancers than punks. Um, uh, Turtles, I was like, those jacket colors are all wrong. But apparently they showed up in another episode um, besides the season one. Oh, okay. Uh, because I thought, you know, Leo's jacket was red or orangish red. It's kind of hard to see because he's not, you know, very viewable. And then uh, Raphael's was white. So, you know. Okay. All right. I, I, will... I stand corrected. Oh, man. Splinter is very <laughs> disappointed. <laughs> yeah. And before we hit corrections again, uh, I just want to point out that we are aware that it's they're not called break dancers. They should be. They are B-boys and B-girls. Oh, wait. Doesn't break dancers encompass, like, all the groups? No, break, no. Like, that's, break dancers aren't a thing. That's That was something invented by the media when breaking became popular. Did you break and pop the right way, Sergio? Actual b-boys don't call it break break dancing well see look i'm not neither you nor i are from the streets so how would we possibly know know this (laughs) it's it's kind of like hacky sack it's not actually called a hacky sack it's footbag that's a terrible name (laughs) ping pong is not ping pong it's table tennis what what's that thing you always say? There's always time for accuracy. Yeah. Ha ha. <laughs> Nobody cares. What's our next day, Nobody cares. <laughs> Footbag. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And now it's time for secret of the news. Yes, it's a short week, but somehow we still have, like, seven news topics. At, at some point, the Turtles news is going to be so prolific that that's just what the show's going to turn into. A, a bi-weekly Turtles newscast. Yeah, like, you know. uh, Jeff, what's what's our first news segment? Uh, Mezco um, is back at it uh, with their next uh, figure release. And that is Casey Jones. Um, for those of you who may or may not remember, they released kind of more like Mirage style looking uh, turtles. Um, they kind of look like the original NECA, but they look a little bit more janky, <laughs> uh, kind of funky. Um, but this Casey looks amazing. He does. He it, it looks like he's inspired by the the comic, right? Yeah. 
Oh yeah, yeah, he looks good. He looks good. I his arms are like super white. Well, I mean, you know, he is a white gay who mainly <laughs> goes out at night. He is. I guess you're right. But but yeah, he is he's a he's a he's a pale fella. Uh but it looks like he has a whole bag full of goodies. That's cool. Yeah. Okay. He doesn't have pupils. No. Very comic accurate. Yeah. Yeah. So so are we to are we to assume that when he goes out to fight bad guys, he puts in white contacts? Mm, probably not. To freak them out? No? No, okay. That's just the way the comic stuff be. All right, all right. Well, I'm going to take the next news topic. Is that okay? Sure. <laughs> so, so, so Jeff, I, you play a lot of video games. I do. Yeah, I, so do I. Yeah. Have Have you ever thought, man, I I wish my controller smelled like a pizza? No. Well, now you can. Microsoft has created four tur- Ninja Turtles-themed pizza-scented Xbox controllers that they're giving away uh, as, as kind of a co-marketing thing with the new movie. All you have to do is retweet their their hashtag or tweet something with the... Just just visit the, the link. Uh, the the uh, controllers look really cool. They're Xbox Series X, or Series X and Series S controllers. Uh, that happen to also work on Xbox One. And they have slime all over them. Each one of them has a different turtle and some some uh, street art. But apparently they smell like pizza. That's funky. Yeah. And, and like, like, how do you pull that off? Is it scratch and sniff pizza? I don't know. Maybe. Like, is it like heat activated when your hands grip it? See, that just seems disgusting. Doesn't it? Like, you know, it's just going to make you want to eat A, eat the controller, or B, go order pizza. Yeah. Maybe. Is, is it like just really hard cheese? Like, is that what oh. like, like a Like a nice sharp cheddar or something? But they're controllers, and there's actually like decorative pizza shoved into the butt of them there it it's a really bizarre looking thing and i absolutely entered this contest it is it's a contest you can't buy them you, you can only win them so uh i guess head over to nickelodeon's twitter and you can you can learn oh, i'm sorry nickelodeon's x account and you can find out how to how to possibly win one of these i i would love for the winner to 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 show to like do a, a video walkthrough of what exactly this looks like because these are weird. Yeah, it's like, come on, man, just let us buy the things. Is, is that know, is that um, what you want to do? You want you want to buy these pizza pizza controllers? Well, I mean, I don't have an Xbox. It'd be nice to have an option to have to be able to you know get some of this stuff instead of this you know locked behind contest crap. Um. I was, you know, it's yeah, dumb. But the, 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 I get that. But I feel like they made this one off-putting enough that it's not gonna be widely uh, sought out. Yeah. Okay. The next one on my list here is uh, actually you sent this over last week. It's um, a toy snobs. 
You you heard of toy snobs? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Uh apparently toy snobs is uh has a has like a a turtle's drop that's currently available and they've got a some really cool retro themed Ninja Turtle stuff and it's not your garden variety retro like oh look it's the original cartoon uh, no there's there's these are very specifically the first movie and the coming out of their shells tour merch and they look like they might look like they're old like look kind of vintage there's they're and and they're I don't want to I guess they're re- decently priced they're 30 bucks a piece or 27 bucks a piece there's a hat I dig the hat it's it's the uh, original movie uh logo will you be partaking in any of these uh shirts or we already know the answer to the hat um probably I'm not, not buying the hat yeah yeah I probably will I'm a I'm kind of a hat guy um I kind of want the coming out of their shells tour shirt yeah I just don't know if I want it. I don't know if I want to pay twenty seven bucks for it. You know, I mean, I'm it's on the plus shipping and tax. Yeah, if it's a nice, good, thick quality. Thick? I don't. Who wants a thick t shirt? I like a good. It's I like, don't like hey, all the super thin t shirts, man. You know, it's like hey man, I see that burlap bag lo- would look great cut into a t shirt shape. Hey, look, it depends on the shirt. Yeah, no, I I like the thin shirts. I'm a I'm a sweater, so the the the, the least amount of uh, cloth you can put on me, the better. Uh, but yeah, go check it out. Uh, it's it's toysnobs.com, and I don't know if these are limited or it looks like these are pre-order. So I don't know how long that pre-order is going to be up. Next up, the untold history of the Foot Clan, Jeff. Yeah. Uh, our our favorite artist from the IDW run, uh, Mateus Santaloco, has been commissioned to create a new miniseries, uh, assumin- assumingly, assumingly, assumedly, I would assume it's part of the IDW canon, because both of his previous books have been. Uh, he did the Secret History of the Foot Clan, and he did the uh, Shredder in Hell. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and this one looks cool. Uh, it's going to be, looks like it's centered, it's going to be centered around Karai. And, you know, from, from the, from the Comic-Con reveal, we got some, some character designs and it looks like some new characters, some old characters. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it looks fun. I'm all in. Yeah, it's it was it was one of the the two comic reveals at San Diego Comic Con this year. Yeah, it's kind of funky. Like they've got Casey's uh, look, and I was like, why is he dressed in a Ghostbusters jumpsuit? <laughs> he is wearing a Ghostbusters jumpsuit. <laughs> it's pretty dope. <laughs> um, but I I dig it. Like I'd like to see some of these you know designs show up in a game or something. Yeah, I I think we have to point out that the last of the four Casey designs, he has a Foot Clan emblem on his hockey mask. That's pretty freaking interesting. Or is it the Shredder logo? The Shredder 
logo. Did Shredder have a logo in 2K3? Or was that was that the entire foot? I think that's the entire foot. Okay. Yeah. Uh, knowing where the story is currently in in uh, the IDW run, I can see how they could do this. But it's not like what I'm seeing is po- it's not like what they've put out there is pointing in that direction. Yeah. So I'm I'm interested to see how they how they get there. Uh, a lot of these other characters, like uh, Natsu, Zodi, and Clyde, uh, Toshiro, I think he might already be in the sh- in there somewhere. He looks like Tot. He's just a renamed Tatsu. That's all. He is. That's, that's all it is. <laughs> yeah. We know that we know the score people. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's that's exciting. Uh, I've been. I've kind of been missing these 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 weird side books. Yeah, uh, they they did the Armageddon game for like a year, and it was fine. But I want I want something a bit more focused than yeah. what what they gave in the Armageddon game. Right. Uh, let's jump into the other news topic, or the other the other comic book news topic that came out of. San Diego Comic-Con, and it's not really a, a an announcement that we didn't know was already coming, but some more details came out. So so The Last Ronin 2 was officially revealed, and let's see, we have we do have a release date on like the first book. Yes, the first issue of Last Ronin 2 looks like it's going to be out December 13th, uh, and it's Carrying the name Last Ronin 2 Re-Evolution. Okay. So I guess evolving once again. Um, And they're not even pulling their punches this time. We know that the new Turtles are going to star in it. Which is cool. Yeah. Uh, They're kind of like fleshing out who these new Turtles are in the Last Ronin Lost Years. And I feel like this last run in two is is finally them stepping into the spotlight proper. Uh, and of course, that would be Yi Uno, Odin, and Moha. Moja? Oh, I've never heard it pronounced, so it could be yeah, Moha I'm not, or Moja. I'm grooving on those names too much, but. Yeah, well. I'm, I'm still learning their personalities and who they are, you know? When you get when you get introduced to four characters so quickly, it's hard to, you know, well, that figure stuff out. But I like it. I like it. Uh, the, 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 this entirely new universe that we've kind of stumbled into in you know 2023, I'm down for it. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'll give it a shot. Of course, you know, I'm just like for now. I'm like, eh, names, eh, okay. <laughs> well. Once uh, the last run in Lost Years completes like its run, I think there's one more book to be released. Uh, we will cover it here, and then we'll have a better understanding of where this, you know, the sequel is going to end up. And that'll be soon, probably in the next month or so. So, yeah. woohoo! Um, what's the next news story, Jeff? Uh, seasons four and five of 2K12 will be heading. Uh, to Paramount Plus for streaming August 9th. It's so weird that they're tr- they're like trickling these things out. Like it should already be there. 
period. Right? Like, you own Ninja Turtles. Boom. Just put everything there. It, it's not difficult. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know why. I guess maybe to. I don't know. I don't know. The I, if you release them two seasons at a time, maybe that causes them to hit the news more often. Yeah. You know, and and it's kind of its own promotional thing. It's like, oh hey, these two seasons are now on Paramount Plus. I mean, you know, it they're all HD digital files. They it it doesn't take that long for that stuff to get up there. It's like just come on and do it. It's everywhere yeah. else. Yeah. Except yeah. on Blu-ray. See what I did there? Uh-huh. So, like, yeah, come on. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll make my own Blu-ray. Or um, or maybe, maybe, they are trickling these out to kind of prop up the release of the DVD that came out earlier this year. Maybe. Like, you can wait until it comes on Paramount Plus, you know, in the next two or three years, or you just buy the DVD now. Yeah. Nah. DVD. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I, I have no idea how any of this makes sense, but I'm sure there's some smart person at Paramount Plus who, who has a plan. Maybe. Um. Next up, uh, Mutant Mayhem comes out in a week, and we're getting some... Uh, some looks at a wave two of figures. Seems like wave two. We're not sure. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if wave two was 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 used. Uh, like, next wave. Next wave. There we go. That's yeah. a, that's that's a better way to put it. Yeah. And we we've had pictures. We have we have shots of what Mondo, uh, Wingnut. What is this thing? Some Mega Mutant and uh, Genghis. And is that Scumbug? Is it Scumbug? I I don't know. I, I, maybe it's a spoiler. I don't know. Oh, that is Scumbug. All right. Yeah. I just scroll farther. All right. Uh, I, I don't know if I'll be buying any of these because none of these are important enough of characters for me to really. I mean, I'd probably get Mondo because Paul Rugg. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, maybe these characters are really cool in the movie, and that is going to make me want to buy them. Yeah. I don't know. Genghis is really funny to me. Yeah. Just looks like a like a little businessman. Mm -hmm. Business toad. (laughs) Genghis frog. Business toad. Sounds like a, uh, like an evening drama. Yeah. Genghis Frog, attorney at law. Hey. Uh, let's see. What's next? Is that it for news? Um, I don't think so. Um, we've got a, uh, in downtown Manhattan, they had a mutant mayhem, like, immersive exhibition. Did uh, they now? Yeah, it's kind of like, kind of like this cool, light little mini setup, like, walkthrough of, like, Looks like the sewer, uh, with like all these like cool projections of like all the turtles and then like all these TV screens with the video games and stuff and, uh, just really 
freaking cool. Uh, almost like a mini theme park experience or a fun house. That's cool. Yeah. Like you can actually go into the turtles lair and like you just, it's, it's all been recreated. Just beautiful. And like, man, this is, I, I want to, I, I, I want to go here. It looks like a very expensive man, like man cave in some rich guy's house. Yeah, this is really cool. It like it's one of those things that can really only exist in major markets like New York and Chicago and yeah. L.A. But this would be cool if it was like a traveling road show. Yeah, but it'd have to be like, well, no, they could. Yeah, they could do that. I was thinking I'm like it take place all on like one giant semi. Maybe, maybe, or like two giant semis that they you know park next to each other. Yeah. And then they just slide open a, you know, a door. Maybe. But yeah, this is really cool. And I, like, I'm glad that people are doing an entire walkthrough of it. That way it's on the internet forever. Because yeah. once, once this thing is shut down, it's gone forever. True. So soak it all in, folks. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how I missed that news topic. It was right there in front of me. Well, you know, there's so much. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I guess we can talk about a like a little thing that was stumbled upon in the the NECA San Diego Comic Con. What is it? Display. Mm-hmm. So there's one, two, three. Looks like four distinctly different Utrams mm-hmm. on like stands and in a chair. They, 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 there were no pictures really taken that focused on them, so it's really hard to re- tell exactly what's happening there. But yeah. I know that none of them have been released, I don't believe. It didn't, didn't the Fugitoid come with some of them? He, he did come with at least one, I think, but I don't think it's any of these. Okay. Because that one, it looks like it's smoking a pipe. Hey, for the kids. For the kids. Uh, and if you smoke in a pipe, I think that's the, there's a, yeah, there's a Utram from volume four that his story pops up like every four, you know, every few issues. And he, it's like a story that is a backup tale. that's like three or four pages. Mm-hmm. I cannot remember that little dude's name, mm. but he smoked a pipe. And sat in a chair, kind of like what's what's in the picture here. Yeah. So that's a really weird pull. Mm. Uh, who who knows if these will ever see the light of day? But it's it is neat that they included him there. Yeah, I mean, imagine if they had displayed them; they're gonna pop up, you know, maybe with Leatherhead. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Leatherhead's a really big figure. Typically, they don't you know, do those kinds of character sized, uh, accessories with characters that are that big. Yeah. But it would make sense. He is the, the character that's most, most tied to the Utrams. So who knows who fricking knows? Yeah. Uh, we have a couple more news topics to, to actually knock out, uh, Jeff. Okay, like the the big one is is the variety news about uh, Paramount kind of going all in on this new Turtles version, right? Mm -hmm. 
So they've straight up announced that even without any box office money in the bank, they've already greenlit a sequel, which I don't know if that's a jinx or not. But apparently we're already getting a sequel to Mutant Mayhem, and we're also getting two seasons worth of a Paramount Plus TV show. Yeah, hopefully that's like 26 episodes or so each. Uh, honestly, I I'm I I would rather have like an eight to ten per season, so like sixteen to twenty. I don't know. That's don't just know. me. That's just me. Like twenty six is optimistic. Yeah. And I and I say optimistic because they, they do uh, mention in this variety story that the voice actors are coming back and getting the four turtles to come back. That seems like a softball. I, I feel like they can easily do that, but. Because the the kids their 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 uh their voices they're gonna go from yeah you know, really loud to, hey what's going on uh, guys you know, if I say I get some pizza <laughs> that's, that's a terrible as as for these TV shows I don't see Jackie Chan showing up to I don't do know. two seasons worth of TV show here now I I wouldn't discredit that because like I think he had a very good rapport. With them, and also he had a TV show called Jackie Chan Adventures. Now he didn't do his own voice, but he had filmed segments at the end of every episode, and he was heavily involved with the TV show. So I wouldn't count the man out, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Um, probably the biggest takeaway from the TV show, we have a 2K3 guy working on it along with a 2k12 uh person at both as producers chris christopher yost from 2k3 and alan Wan um of rise and 2k12 that like that's huge I, that that is huge I, like i don't doubt that it's going to be a decent tv show I, I've, like, I've said this on this podcast before like my only concern with creating a TV show in the universe of the Mutant Mayhem Turtles is it has to be consistent. It has to be. It, there needs to be some consistency there, and I don't want there to be. I don't want it to cheapen the movies. I don't think it would. You know, like 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 think about it this way: um, the Clone Wars movie. Going to see the Clone Wars movie in theaters, you kind of knew, hey, this this is a TV show, and it mm-hmm. felt like a TV show. And right. I don't want that out of the second film in the series, mm-hmm. you know. So, so I, th- that's my only concern. Like, if they can keep it, keep the pr- production quality good enough to make it believable that it's part of the the mutant mayhem universe, then do do whatever you want. But if they can't do that, then I don't like this at all. I I think with I mean the fact that we've got Yost involved um he did some probably some of the best episodes of 2K3 you know he's a really good writer um you know he worked on Mandalorian Ragnarok it's a bunch of other stuff um I think I think we're going to be in for a surprise yeah yeah but again, I mean, a good TV got, show is not a good movie. Well, true. But you know. I think I think they can probably weave a very nice intricate web of <laughs> of of goodness. 
and, and and a sequel being greenlit already. I don't want to say it spells doom for the the, the live action movie coming from the Jost brothers, but I don't know, dude. Why do we I need don't... a live action movie if these movies are great? Well, you know, it's like I don't know. You're, you're sh- we're, we're sure as shell not going to get people in suits again. There's 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 no way. Oh yeah, there's that's that that is we're about twenty years past that ever happening again. Yeah, like yeah. at least well, you know you've got monster movies and whatever you know that still do practical stuff here, but not as much as in Japan. Like you're not going to have dudes sweating in turtle costumes. Um, at least I don't know. Who knows? But it's just let's wait and see. Like I think they probably would not have greenlit a sequel if it maybe pre-sales for the ticket sales were tracking well or merchandise or whatever. Yeah. Um, Cause there's a lot of it. <laughs> the the feedback is, strong. is pointing towards success, which yeah. I can only hope is what's going to happen. Uh, what is this other variety story? So basically Kind of like in a nutshell, um, uh, Brian Robbins of, I guess, is like the head of Paramount. Mm-hmm. Um, basically saying that they're going to kind of stop taking risks with big animated stuff and just kind of like, you know, rely on established IP, which sounds a little dumb in a sense of like, you know, you farm all that stuff out, people are going to get tired of it. But, I mean, I get, like, hey, let's make – what was it? What was that? This No, that wasn't a – that was a Sony movie. I was thinking that the one where Will Smith got transformed into a pigeon. He was, like, a, a super spy. It looked awesome. I'm like, oh, oh yeah. Oh, Spies in Disguise. Yeah, like, yeah, this looks great. Like, why is he a pigeon? Like I thought it was going to be like an Incredibles, James Bond type thing, and I'm like, oh, this is dumb. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. It it also had uh, Spider-Man in it, in it. Yeah, yeah. But that's not a Paramount thing. But like, you know what I mean? Like, <sighs> yeah. It, it, like th- this dude sent. Like I, I read most. This is an extremely long Variety article, which I appreciate. Variety is. Like top-notch movie news people, but what I got from it was this dude knows his way around a movie. He's not just an exec. I'm sorry, an exec that has never like he's directed, he's acted, he's he, he's always been part of movie production. So he's able to speak about movies in a way that other people can't, but. Out of like the side of his mouth, he's saying we're not going to take risks on new IP, which doesn't really affect the turtles because the turtles are a very well established IP. So yeah. th- this news is pretty good in like turtle world, but you can't be the guy who's a f- big fan of creating movies and also the guy who doesn't like new IP. Like he's kind of trying to appease both audiences here and i don't really like that at all yeah i don't i don't like it either but i mean yeah. you know so they'll probably you know like mission impossible 
uh, they'll probably do another Top Gun, maybe. Who knows? Um, oh, at, Trent, they're definitely going to do an, a, another Top Gun. That movie was huge. Yeah, they'll probably continue to milk Transformers. We know we've already got a animated feature coming, yep. which hopefully yep. won't suck. This article says a lot about this dude and uh, the direction that Paramount's going to take. And I guess, fortunately, things are looking up for the Turtles because they are looking to leverage that property significantly. So, yeah. uh, whatever, you know. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, let's move on to some much lighter news. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, uh, Funko. Our, our buds over at Funko, uh, they have – I don't know if they've announced or it just leaked. Someone posted a picture of a Jeffrey as Donatello Funko Pop vinyl that is exclusive to Toys R Us Canada, I think. And it's Jeffrey, the Toys R Us mascot. Wearing Donatello's costume. That's so crazy. Like, it's adorable. I don't think anyone needs to buy it. Like, I don't see that it's necessary, but it's cute. So I figured we would mention it. Yeah. Yeah, we we don't have to go any deeper than that. (laughs) No. Uh, I, I... it may be available on their website. It may only be available in Canada. So good luck. Jeff, I'm going to let you take the last chunk of news here. Let me Tell me about this video game. Well, kind of out of nowhere, uh, Nickelodeon All-Star Brawl 2 is coming. Uh, for those of you that remember about the first game, uh, we got, you know, it's basically a Smash clone. Uh, watered down <laughs> with, and they added April O'Neil, Leonardo, uh, Michelangelo. Is it with Shredder? I'm trying to remember. Shredder was in that. Could you play a Shredder in it? Yes, Shredder was in it. I played too much of this game. Um, and of course we didn't have. Raphael or Donatello, I'm like, well, you'll, you'll have to buy the sequel if you want that, because we getting them. Raphael and Donatello are back, are coming, um, and it looks like they've got a bigger budget this time around, so they've kind of upgraded the the stages. They've got a full Technodrome behind you stage looking around, looking crazy. Looks like they're making a lot of improvements on it. We've got some voice acting, so, you know, we're going to get Rob Paulson and um, Barry Gordon back for Raphael and Donatello, respectively. It just looks good, and I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to play it. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a few notes here. The article that kind of broke this news did a very poor job of doing it. The game like the first game has voice acting. It was added in a later patch. So Mm -hmm. them, you know, pulling that out as like a new feature is just incorrect. Uh, Two, there were four turtles characters in the first game. Uh, So basically what you're saying is we're getting both the other turtles. Cause that was really the, the, the omission here. 
are are we sure? Because in the in the trailer, I only saw Donatello. Yes. Okay. I saw it, Ra- I saw Raphael doing the uh, the attack from uh, Tournament Fighter. Oh, nice! Just, the the, yeah. the drill move. Yeah. Okay. I've watched the trailer multiple times. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I played a lot of that first one, and it's a competent Smash clone. Apparently, they're they're reworking the entire combat system, and they're adding a roguelike story mode, which I'm not a roguelike guy, but there are a lot of people that are. Does Oh, yeah, looking at the uh, Wikipedia page, it looks like Donatello and Raphael are going to make it. So the full cast is here now. Shredder is not, though. Well, I mean, you know, we don't know. A, a, like April is still there. Donatello. He's probably tagging along. And hey, add Krang for good measure in the end. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yes. No, look, no, looking at this. Now, now, this is Wikipedia. Of course, they're, they're probably only pulling this stuff from the trailer. But this does not mention Leonardo or Michelangelo. Well, I saw Michelangelo. You're sure. Yeah, he's in the opening. I'm looking at him right now. Is he in the opening as Leo? And, and Leo. Okay. Like Mikey's Mikey's in the beginning, and there's Leo. Yep. I'm, I'm that, watching the is that footage of the link. First, is that footage of the first game or footage of the second game? Second. I'm I'm I've got it. Oh, I, I, I know my stuff. <laughs> I literally had this up waiting <laughs> to talk about it. Because if you if you look at the trailer, the beginning of it is the first game. Squidward is watching the first game. Uh, look, I, I'm not I'm not the guy. I'm not the guy that made this game. So it just looks like Squidward is looking outside of his house. Yeah, like All Star Brawl Two is not an, officially announced until 40 seconds into the trailer, and I don't think. Michelangelo or Leonardo make an appearance after the 42nd mark. It just, it moves so fast, but like, look, they'd be stupid not to have all four there and Shredder. That's what we said the first time around. (laughs) I know. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. The only confirmed by this trailer and by the, yeah, yeah, we'll see. And I'm sure we'll cover that news as it happens. That I, does that does, does that do it for news? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Okay. Well, I, I'm gonna go ahead and announce this now. Like, we are not gonna have a news or what's in your box segment for the mm-hmm. next episode. Okay. The next episode is going to be 100% mutant mayhem. Uh, that's that. Now that is it for news. Yes. yes. That's it. That's news. Okay. That means it's time for our main topic. Are you ready, Jeff? I'm ready. All right. Well, let's take our break and we'll come back even more ready. Hey, Sergio here. Uh, While we wait for Jeff to to get back from the break, uh, I just want to point out that, of course, next episode is Mutant Mayhem. But the episode after that, we're doing Fan Fiction Fest 5. And I'm excited to read over some of the stuff that we've have found over the year uh, from in a fan fiction standpoint. Uh, if you have anything that you think we should get our eyes on uh, before the actual episode is recorded, send them to our Instagram or Facebook pages. 
what we don't have enough of is like films or TV shows or video games. So if you know of a fan film that we have not covered yet, shoot it over and we'll check it out and then we'll talk about it. Jeff should be back any minute now. So here we go. And we're back. All right, Jeff, it's time for our main topic. Indeed. It's episode 120, which means, again, it's a character spotlight. And with Mutant Mayhem coming next week, I figured, why not spotlight one of the characters in that movie that we haven't talked about yet? Yeah. Yeah. Ace Duck. Do what? No. We don't (laughs) even know if Ace Duck is in the movie. (laughs) Dang it! Actually... If I was a betting man, I would probably put money down that there's some sort of ace duck uh, Easter egg. Yeah. He needs to or be a nugget. famous film star or something. Yeah. Or somebody's pet. Maybe. Just walk in a pet duck and then, you know, the whole outfit. I don't know. But yeah, I, I would be willing to, to put money on it. We'll see. Uh, but we're talking about Man Ray also known as Ray Filet, also known as Jack Finney. Are there any other names that this dude goes by? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah, that, that's that's it. Uh, he's a mutant man. He's a, or he's a mutant. Uh, what is it, Stingray? He's he's his his kind is responsible for killing the crocodile hunter. And usually he's a good guy. Usually. Uh, what's this? What is your overall feeling of the character of Man Ray? I mean, he's a pretty cool-looking character. Um, you know, we were first introduced to him through the Archie comics. Were we? Were I? Th- or was it the action figure? That's a really good question. Let's find out. Let's through find the out. Powers of the internet. Here we go. I can, okay. Here we go. Here we go. He made his debut in October of 89 uh, in the in the Archie comic. He was also in the television series. He had a drastically different look and just I think he just went by the name Ray. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's hard to to say that this is exactly the same character. Uh, but he was in the episode Rebel Without a Fin, which aired, pulling up a date, in October of 1990. So I think you might be right. He made his debut in the Archie comic. Look at you, Jeff. Yeah. No corrections on this on this end. And looks like his his action figure came out in 1990. So so yeah, it, it was he was a. An Archie Comics creation uh, created by Ryan Brown and Stephen Murphy, uh, which, of course, he is credited as Dean Claren. And in it, he's a scientist who gets mutated by some stray ooze, like usual. He then goes on to join uh, and and help create the Mighty Mutanimals. He's one of the founding members and one of the... I say founding members like they had a rotating cast... They didn't, uh, but he he's kind of the leader, but not the leader of the Mutanimals. Like the, the, I don't think they ever established what character or what characters were the leaders. Yeah, but I don't think they really existed long enough for it to 
to be a thing. Um, it's, it's really odd that in the comics, his original name was Jack Finney. Yeah. Right. His, you know, his debut, his name was Jack Finney, but then every other iteration following that, he went by the name Ray Filet, which is an objectively bad name. Why is that? Because of, of fish filet? Like. From uh, McDonald's? <laughs> it's I, a shame they didn't do a cross promotion. So, Ray Filet, was that his name before he was mutated or after he was mutated? I'm going to go ahead with after, more than likely. More than likely? Yeah. W- why? What, like, so he's he's named after a food? Maybe. Yeah, like just, there, there was a perfectly know, good name in Man Ray. Perfectly good name. Maybe not perfectly good. It was a name. But it was way better than Ray Filet. I mean, look. You're an artist, you're working late, TV commercials are on, and I was like, oh yeah, try the new McDonald's filet of fish. I was like, hey, filet. <laughs> that rhymes with Ray. Now I kind of want a fish sandwich, like with fries and stuff on the side. And uh, in in the IDW book, his name is Man Ray, but he just goes by Ray typically. Yeah. Which I which I really do like him just being called Ray. You know that's that's a real name, but I I don't know Ray Ray is one of those things that has bugged me since I was a child. I always thought it was a bad name. And maybe maybe it's because it rhymes. Maybe. Or, I mean, or you know, a lot of like iconic names rhyme. Yeah, yeah, you're not wrong. And it sticks with you. I don't know. I don't know. Hmm. Uh, I think the most iconic version of the character is again. This is one of those characters that people know as an action figure before they know it as a character in a show or. a in a book because there were thousands and thousands and thousands of Ray Filet action figures out there. Yeah. He's a cool looking little guy. Uh, did you have Ray Filet as a child? I don't think that I did. Um, yeah, no, I don't remember picking, picking that up. At yeah. The, uh, I, at the local, you know, Walmart or toy store or whatever. Yeah. I definitely 100% had this action figure as a kid. Uh, and I had the color changing version. Oh, cool. Yeah. So for our listeners that are not even old enough to know what that is, lay it on them. (laughs) So the, his, the, how do I put this? The paint on his chest would change colors in like hot water. So I think it was just temperature changing paint, right? Yeah. And I think that was the the initial release of it. They they later released a version of him that did not have color changing uh paint, but it really what it did is it encouraged you to play with the toy in the bathtub. Yeah, I always liked those extra gimmicks that they added to those things. And of course, you know, you have color changing, you know, uh, mugs, you know, so the same thing is there. Um, 
and uh, I just I I kind of dig that. I miss I miss the gimmicks. You did, did you own a hypercolor shirt? I don't think so. I think the extent of mine was like it it was the uh, the the holograms from uh, Transformers. You just you know you would push your thumb to the uh, the sticker and it would change colors. Oh, yeah, it was kind of cool. That's cool. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, so that that action figure is is the one people remember of this character. Uh, and then then I think it would probably be the the Archie Adventures one because you know those those books were in every grocery store across the country. But if if you know if you were to ask the layman that you know owned the action figure as a kid, I bet he could not tell you the origin of Ray Fillet. Yeah. And it and it's fine. Like it's it's he's kind of an obscure character. He's definitely like third tier, you know, arguably fourth tier character. He didn't a, a regular version of him didn't show up in the original cartoon. He was this weird fish looking guy. And he just had the name Ray. Yeah, it's like one of those things where you, you're watching late night television and you just kind of stop random people on the street to like ask them random questions to see. It was like, Oh, this is common knowledge. Sure. No. I was like, what is this guy? Fish dude. <laughs> Mano fish. You know, I was like, I want to hear all the cheesy names Ma- that people Ma- Mano fish. You know what? You know what folks take, take images of, of, of Ray and, and show either your parents or your grandparents and be like, name this character. I, I have an idea. Yeah. Uh, why don't we go to a Comic Con and we do man on the street footage where we just have like fourth tier characters from Ninja Turtles oh, on pictures and we're like, who is this? That that's awesome. I could see you like in an old like not an old but like the trench coat and hat. Ah no, that's a man on the street. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> and have like a Channel Six mic. Yes, yes, yeah. See, see, we shouldn't be giving these ideas away for free. Okay, we can you can cut all of that out because they'll steal it. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah. He there there wasn't a you know the, the same version of the character in the original cartoon. He's never been in a movie until now. Um, he wasn't in the Mirage comics until Volume Four, and then it was a very weird inclusion not volume four tales volume two sorry um he he was in video games so i guess there's that um let's see he was in tournament fighters for the genesis so he he wasn't even in the most popular video games he was in like the 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 late the, the last releases of the, you know, of the, um, old consoles. Yeah. He's, he's a weird character. No, he's a cool character. He's a weird character. Yeah. Um, it was very much around the era of, you know, um, recycle and, you know, ocean conservation and, you know, save the planet, which we need now more than ever. So we need Ray more than ever to save the planet. 
That's that's true. Where have you been, Ray? Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks like he was also in the Ralston Purina TMNT serial comics. What? I need to get my hands on those. The one thing that I've just fully enjoyed about doing these podcasts is, you know, not everybody's going to know everything. Not everybody's going to, you know, fully uh, just, well, there might be people that literally chronicle everything. But for me, it's been like, hey, I watched the cartoon growing up. I played the video games. Then I read the comics. I know uh, sparse issues here and there. Watch more cartoons. Watch movies. And then it's kind of it's gotten me, and I I, I love this. I've I've gotten into so much more over the last 120 episodes, and <laughs> have learned just like tonight. I was like, they made Purina comics. I was like, what? And then uh, from our last episode, um, our our buddy Keith. Uh, clued us in on uh, some uh, some new stuff about TMNT three, and I was like, okay, we're not gonna say what it is. You gotta go listen to the episode, but that's freaking cool, and that's on the docket. So I'm like, let's go. Just I'm I'm fired up <laughs> for all of it. Yeah, I'd heard of these. I I don't know why I haven't tried to track them down. I'm sure they're quite obscure, and probably not even worth the effort it's gonna take to track them down. But I kind of want to. I think we need to do like uh, a, a what's weird or like Mugen mix up episode where it was just a weird hodgepodge of like, what, what were they thinking when they made this? <laughs> and that can cover anything, weird food products. It can cover, you know, toys, you know, whatever. Yeah. It could, it could really cover anything. Um, hmm. Well, let's talk about the Man Ray in IDW. So, yeah. you you have met him. He uh, he is already in play in the uh, in the books that we're caught up to. He is a member of the Mutanimals. His first appearance was Mutanimals book number two. He was mutated and experimented on by Null. Look, I, I believe. Yeah, yeah, Lady Null, because the Null that's in the IDW books is a lady. But outside of him being almost military ish, we don't get a lot of uh, character development from him. Uh, He's one of those characters that disappears for a while and then comes back. uh, And for a while he's, he's uh, extremely loyal to old Hob and then sometimes he's not. It, it, it's he's very back and forth. And while other mutants stick around for a much longer time, like Sally, he is kind of in in and out. Yes. So it's it's he kind of suffers from the same problem that a lot of IDW characters suffer from, and that is just not enough page time. Yeah. And I, I don't see him getting much more in the future because. You know, so many more characters have been introduced since him that it's going to be tough for him to find page time. What else you got for Man Ray or Ray Filet? I mean, you know, there's just like you said, there's just not a whole lot 
um, about him. Um, you know, apart from the Archie stuff and in and, and, uh, and IDW, um, and then you know the upcoming Mutant Mayhem, but we don't know the extent of what you know what role he'll have in that film. Um, yeah, yeah. He is voiced by Post Malone. Yeah, who which is, is cool. Yeah, who's never done voice work, uh, but you know how <laughs> I feel about that. Um, well, it, 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 I guarantee you, he's not going to have to do any heavy lifting. Yeah, he's it's voicing Ray Fillet. Going to be super low key. Yeah. Um, he looks like a like a really short, really short dude, like somebody's accountant. Um, <laughs> he does. You know, it's like you know they they did go a little crazy on the uh, the designs, and it's uh, yeah we'll we'll talk about that later. But yeah, actually, looking at him closer, it looks like he has one eye missing, and he has a a goggle over the other. Oh wow, that's funky. And he has chest hair. He's he's a fish with chest hair. That is really weird. <laughs> yeah, I like. Outside of cool action figures, I, I his character just doesn't have much meat to it. Yeah. The 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 IDW Man Ray that they released for the uh you know the Adventures line is phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. It 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 looks great. It's the right color. It's the right size. It's enormous. It, they really outdid themselves on that one. It even cl- comes with his uh his little uh what's his name Glublub, bub bub wait bubla bubla his little buddy that gets murdered in like the second issue that he's in. But I think that's it, man. Yeah, like Manry is a he's a he's a real light topic. Yeah, there's, yeah, there's not much going on there. Um, which I guess. Throws us over to uh, what's what's our next topic? Next time on Shellheads, mutant mayhem. That there, there you go. That's that's what's next. Uh, yeah. And following that though, Jeff, I, I do have to say that it's that time of year again. It's time to feast. Ooh. Uh, yeah, yeah. The fan fiction fest is back. Uh, it's our fifth one, our fifth fan fiction fest. Yeah. And we still have plenty of stuff to cover. Indeed we do. Uh, I've already pulled aside. Let me see. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven pieces of fan fiction for us to, uh, bounce off of. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but that doesn't mean that we won't be accepting more. If you, the one thing we are missing here is like video shorts or movies or, you know, test footage or just stuff that is in the video category. Uh, so if you find something on YouTube or any other YouTube like websites and you want us to watch it and we haven't watched it before, send it over, send it over via, uh, Preferably Facebook if it's a video, because Instagram doesn't like doing that. Uh, but, yeah, send it to us. We we definitely want to watch it, and we might even talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm excited to d- dive into these, because some of them are really, 
really cool. I I always look forward to uh, uh, the, the the feast fests. The feast. Uh, and then let's see. Assuming everything goes as planned, and I don't switch it up, I might switch it up. Who knows? Uh, we're going to be talking about Image Part One. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. Which? I love this run. <laughs> and now I get to read it as a slower pace. Because, uh, I'm going to have you insert C Shellhead's episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, what, here, because I had to rush through that reading because we were interviewing a guy that was involved with it. Right, right. I, uh, the thing about th- this first chunk of issues that we're going to read, none of them are from the actual run. Really? Yeah, because we, like, we have some, we have some, uh, some prerequisites we have to co- cover before we can actually do issue number one. Uh, we have to do body oh. count. We have to do body count. Uh huh. We have to do all four issues of the Savage Dragon crossovers. Oh, yes. Love some Savage Dragon, people. If you want to get yeah. a good read, get some Savage Dragon goodness. Yeah. So so that that's what we'll be doing in Image Part 1. And then when Fired we up. eventually get to Image Part 2, that's when we dive into the, the, the actual Turtles run. I'm so fired up. <laughs> uh, well... This has been a light episode. We knew it was going to be. Uh, the next one is going to be an exciting episode and probably yeah. light as well. Who knows? Uh, Jeff, where are you going to be between now and then? I'm going to be at the Warp Zone Arcade, uh, Brandon, Mississippi's premier arcade. Uh, we have uh, retro and modern games from uh, everything from you know, PlayStation 4, PlayStation 5, Nintendo Switch, Neo Geo, original arcade cabinet. Uh, we're always changing the games out. You know, it's, you can't beat the Neo Geo. SNK made some of the best, uh, classic arcade games, uh, back in the 90s, and we've got a lot of them. Um, Metal Slug, King of Fighters, uh, Wind Jammers, you know, all of that good stuff. Um, we do, uh, tournaments, events, birthday parties, uh, retro game restoration. Uh, we're on, you can check us out on Facebook. Instagram, Threads, and Twitch. So just look for the Warp Zone Arcade, all that Circle Controller logo, and if you're not following us on already on all the things, please do so. We're very close to 50 uh, followers on uh, on Twitch. And we might be doing some Ninja Turtle stuff. I might do some solo stuff here soon, um, or eventually might talk Sergio into joining me. And where can we find you, Sergio? Uh, you can find me on YouTube right now. Uh, right now I'm in, in, in full pr- promotion mode, uh, for our brand new series, Downset Drip. Uh, it's, it's available on YouTube on the Reality Breached page. It's about football jerseys. Okay. Yeah, yeah. You should watch it, Jeff. I watched, uh, surprising to you, I watched a little bit of it and I was like, I was entertained. I think I gave you a thumbs up. Oh, look at that! I think I subscribed. Yeah, it's a, it's 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 a fun journey, and it's 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 one that anyone can take because it ha- literally has nothing to do with football. We 
it's one of the rules we set for ourselves. No talking about football. It's only about the dumb jerseys that they wear when playing the game. Yeah. So again, check it out on YouTube. It's Downset Drip. Uh, and if that's hard to find, just search Reality Breached and you will find it. It's there. Nice. Uh, and that'll do it, man. We're done here. Cool. A real quick episode for a quick week. Uh, I'm Sergio. I'm Jeff. And we're Shellheads. Don't miss an episode of the Shellheads podcast. Visit realitybreach.com or subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or anywhere you get your podcasts.